women <laughs> like, like us. us. That was just, <laughs> I love that. I was feeling like it was 1993. I was at the disco with a balloon <laughs> and some sort of weird German punk band. It's Mandy Nolan. It's Ellen Briggs. And it's Women Like Us. This is a new podcast. This one is called It's Problem Time. And this is basically unsolicited advice from women way out of their lane. <laughs> you really shouldn't be getting advice from us. I know. And that's why it's perfect. There's too many people with degrees giving advice now. Yeah. There's a there's an oversupply of counsellors. Mm, mm. Actually, it's very hard for people to get appointments. So this is a good space. They can um, You can post your problem yeah. with us on our Facebook page or anonymously. Probably better anonymously and yeah. we won't say, and we your, won't name. say your name. If it's anonymous, you can give us better problems yeah. and we'll have a crack. Yes. Um, look, we'd like to have a disclaimer at the front of this <laughs> that um, Ellen and I give our advice from lived experience and from being incredibly opinionated <laughs> and having spent a lot of time in the car talking about other people and what they should be doing. That's right. Right, we're very good to be counsellors because neither Ellen and I have much insight into our own problems <laughs> and we like to project our sense of control onto the lives of others. That's right. So we're perfect, really. We're like a real counsellor. We're like one of your friends. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. got a friend like that, yeah, haven't they? that's right. Going, okay, oh, she'll tell us what to do. No one ever says anything about how fucked up her life is. But <laughs> we're not perfect. Uh, but we've been Aren't talking. We? Well, you know what it is? We've done that many podcasts now. We just do crack out a new podcast. We've just, we've got nothing left that's wrong with us. We need to know what's wrong with you. That's right. <laughs> but you know what? When we start talking about other people's problems, I bet we go, oh. You know what? Because we can't focus on us. anyone long enough. No. To actually give them any helpful advice. We have to make it all about ourselves. That's who we are. <laughs> that's really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do have a problem, yes, get in contact with us through our Facebook page, through Messenger or yeah. or just on our, you know. And you might need. Public. And if you, um, we, are, we, we do take Medicare. So if you go to the doctor, <laughs> you, you can get a, get a referral. No, you don't you need might a, need a referral after we give yeah. you advice. Yeah, you might need it. So it is, it is um, this is not real. I'm just going to let you know, like, don't. It's not real. It's not. Real. Medical or psychological or... It's life advice. Life advice. Yeah, sometimes... I mean, it's as good as what you're going to get on the internet from some bone broth lover. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> bone broth I've got a huge lover. jar of bone broth in my fridge that a friend gave to me that I don't know what to do with it. What do you do with bone broth? You get rid of that friend. Yeah. If you have a friend giving Well, you... no, I love that friend because I think she was trying to get rid of the bone broth. Oh, it was she goes, here, take broth. it. Oh, yeah, you just I got it, it given to me. Give it to someone else. What do you do with it, though? Yeah, I think you, you drink the bone broth. You heat it up and drink it like Bonox. Remember Bonox? Oh, yeah. That Bonox was basically bone broth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's stock, right? So yeah. it's, it's basically thickened stock. It's got, like, bones in it. I just find it really disgusting. Mm. I don't have it. I like a chicken soup. Like, give me a chicken soup any day. I think that's really nice. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll heat it up and see how I go. You might, you might see me doing Pilates next week. He'd be just cracking it out. I just don't see the point of bone broth. Just have well, bone. that's what I'm asking. I don't What's know. the point? Give it to the well, dog. Well, I can't let Give the bones to touch my teeth, remember? Oh. Stanley will like it. Stanley will love the bone broth. Okay, mm. we're going to start today with our first problem. This is a problem from a person on our Facebook mm -hmm. who I'm going to call Sally. Sally. That's not her name. Hi, Sally. Um, now, Sally says that his son invites his girlfriend 
from Queensland here to her country town where she lives. He's 25, right? So he's still, Mm. he's in that, he's an adult. Yeah. He's not a kid. Probably shouldn't still be living at home, but it's hard around here. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, it's hard to make any judgment Mm -hmm. under lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, And Sally says, I don't really like her, but I don't have to. I love the way she's. I haven't even finished. Sally's like, yeah. I went. I told him to date her, just not in my space. Oh, and I wonder Uh, how that went. I see. I need to know more. Well, she hasn't told us much more than that. Um, So, and a friend, someone else has chimed in here and says, if she's a Facebook friend, I think you've solved the problem. Which is funnier than anything we'll say. I'm guessing from that comment they're not Facebook friends. I I wouldn't think so. No. Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, have you – I haven't had a whole lot of experience with the girlfriends with my sons. Have you – do you become Facebook friends with the people who your kids are sleeping with? No. No. But sometimes they add me. Mm. And like, well, you can't. And you've had, they've had long-term relationships. Your kids, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, and they and actually That's they do. Different. I don't. Requ- I don't friend request them. No. And I do say this to Sally, and she's not going to friend request this girl. Um, and I did become friends with. I think I was friend requested a couple of them. Now, Sally, I totally get this. It's really hard. I've been through situations where I have loved the partners of my children, mm. and when I really love a. It's a weird thing, like when you when your kid gets a relationship, and you meet that ki- other kid, like well, kids, like an adult, yes, 19, 20, 21. Some of them I just love, and like so much so, if they break up with them, I have a cry. Yeah, like I get really attached to them, and I worry about their feelings, and I ring up the kid going. Have you got in contact with something and such? Are they okay? And they're like, oh, my God, Mum, I don't want to see them. But you're not checking in on them. Should I ring them? They go, don't ring them, Mum, it's creepy. <laughs> so in that, and there's also they've had partners who I hate. Mm. It's really hard when you've got a kid's got a partner, your, your child has a partner you don't really like. And they come around the house and you've yeah. got to feed them. And I think Sally's got a good point. You keep them out of the house, but that hasn't happened. So, Sally, what you've got to do is you make the home a very uncomfortable place well, for that's, her. Well, that was going to be my, and I'm very good at that. What would you do? Well, what would you, you know, do? How would you make it uncomfortable? You just, um, you make sure, like, the bed isn't made when yeah. when she comes down, you know, so it would be, oh, we've got to make the bed if we're going to stay here. Well, obviously they're going to. She's coming down from Queensland. Oh, they're going to be having sex and stuff there. So I would be putting up photographs of the previous girlfriend everywhere, like <laughs> go and get them blown up. If there's a Harvey Norman open, go and get used Canvas. Get on a canvas, yeah, yeah. and get a whole Permanent. Uh, yeah, and just keep popping them up in his room. Mm. And here's one of you and Casey. Remember that? Um, oh, oh, didn't look. we have a good time? I loved her. And even if you didn't like her that much, really play yeah. up how much you yes. love her now. And uh, have Casey over. Even better. Yeah. What about um, if she has any food allergies, make sure you serve that up for dinner. That's a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. really oh, do. Oh, sorry, you can't eat eggs. We're having quiche. Yeah, and I would say um, do a lot of walking around the house in the nude. Oh, really make it feel uncomfortable. Yeah, a lot of nude time. Mm. And be really full on. This is this is what we do it. Is you have you bring in the... Um, we are turning off the internet at night. Now, this is going to be hard on you, Sally, for a while, but you go, no, we don't like the electromagnetic sort of stuff happening. We like to have 
a internet, so you turn off the soap. That way they can't do Instagram, they can't do TikTok. Can't do any other. Well, they can because they've got their phones. Most kids have their own phones. Well, maybe now. you've got to say no phones in the bedroom. It's hard at 25 mm. to be doing that. Take the doors think, off. Take um, the doors take off. Take the doors off. Make a lot of noise in the morning. Just make it generally a really shitty place to stay. Mm. Lots of noise. Make yeah. it the bathroom that they use, make it really dirty. <laughs> Ellen's got this thing about it's dirty. <laughs> you might find she doesn't care about dirty. Maybe not. Be, she might be a bit of a dirty girl and she might be. I do think if you did the old of taking the doors off because we're there. We're painting them. Yeah, we're painting them. Oh, we didn't get the colour. I don't like mm. this colour. This isn't oh, the right white. the white. handle's broken It's not now. right. This isn't, this isn't the white I want it and you just keep at it until she's gone. <laughs> until, you, until your door is six inches thick and yeah. you oh, never get it fun. back on I mean, again. this is actually – and then, Sally, this is what you do. You crank, you get some really bad music mm-hmm. um, that she's not going to like. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to like it. You have to pretend. So if – you know, she's in. She. It's pretty easy to find music that twenty-five-year-olds don't like. Yeah, exactly, and just play it a lot. Coldplay, Barry Manilow. See, I love Barry. Yeah, but she probably won't. No, probably not. We could play Oh Man, but the one song. Yeah, over, over and over and, and sing over. it really loud. And sing in the, in your bra and undies in the classic. <laughs> not always in the nude in the bra and undies, and um, that's good. Take yeah. the door off and just walk in. You know, pretend you're a sleepwalker. Just walk into the room. <laughs> it's a fine line, though, because you don't want to have a falling out with the sun, right? Yeah, I think we're going close to that now. <laughs> I think you've crossed over. I, might I think the sun over. would be going. That's too much. Mum. What you could say. It's got to be subtle. It's got to be subtle enough that that kid has no, well, that son has no idea. And that's easy with oh, young about, men. What about this? If you said to your son, look, love, I. It's not that I don't like your girlfriend. I'm allergic to her. <laughs> and every time. And then you could pretend that you get like really itchy. And then when she's sitting there, <laughs> like you're getting like choking, like you swell up and stuff. Like, like you need. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm actually allergic. It's like, like a pet. Yeah, like I'm allergic to you. You, you might have to go outside. Like that could be good. <laughs> that could be good? Yeah, that would be it. That's, that's. It's an awkward thing when someone's mother doesn't like you. Have you had that feeling, mm-hmm. Ellen? And, and what did, yes. how did they treat you? Yeah, not well. I mean, I've had it. I've had it on and off with my in-laws over yeah. the years. We've had falling outs. And, and how do they make you feel not welcome so don't, you don't stay too long? Um, well, they. T- I mean, even <laughs> even even last Christmas, I felt quite unwelcome. I was. I was told off for scratching the sink and I kept getting told how hard Alex was working because I kept going for sleeps oh, okay. over Christmas. No, no, this is, this Sally, this is where we're getting some of the tips. Yeah. Criticise. Yeah, criticise. I was going too hard. It's better to no, be you've got subtle. to be subtle. Yeah, you were, you were way too obvious. Critical. Be critical. Yeah. So I laid the table for Christmas lunch and I said, do you want to show, do you want to set one place and show me how you want it? And she said, she goes, no, 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 I, I don't mind. And I went, yeah, you do. I know that you do mind. Anyway, yeah. okay, I'll do it. Wasn't done right, was it? She redid the whole thing. 
did she? When yeah. You, when you lay the table. Yeah. And you go, okay, that's fine. I'm going to go in there now and lay my husband. Do you want to come and see how I do it and tell me if I do it right? I can't lay the table. Let me tell you, when, when your husband's mum and you aren't getting on very well, your husband doesn't, he's not very sexy to you. No, really? You start going, you and your fucking family. You, you, yeah. You know, you get him in there. I generally get, I'm, I, over the whole, you know, it's almost 30 years we've been together. Most of that time we've been fine, but there has been the odd time. And I think they were, they were disappointed when he, you know, I think for probably 10 or 15 years they were hoping that I wasn't the one. Right. And you were. Mm. Look. And I still am. So there's been a bit of that. I, he did have an auntie who... Um, she was very good when she didn't like people. So she actually would set the table and leave one's place out. Wow, that's direct. Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. so, keep forget. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. We forgot. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. you. No, she wouldn't even say sorry. Oh, she just would. She just go sure. on. There's no space. There's no space, no space for you. at the table. Mm, no space for you. Oh, that's that's horrible. That's yeah, great. That's that wasn't that wasn't great. That's not a bad way to do it. One of the keys in this, I think, which I think we've overlooked as well, is that um, she's in Queensland. And we are talking about a border crossing. So um, I think what... Well, she couldn't be coming to visit at the moment. Yeah. Well, what's going on there? Um, I just think you need to keep having a close contact. So every time you see the contact tracers come up with (laughs) a contact at one of the servos, which is usually... I was there. Around here, usually Chindra Ballina. Um, there's a truck driver. He's usually touched something with his COVIDy fingers, and bonk, it's got COVID on it. You have to say that you were there and say, "Look, you can't come here at the moment, love. I'm in close contact." Mm. And it, and it might just peter out. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Great. Stanley's got his frisbee. Yeah, or <laughs> you could get a Jack Russell, and <laughs> and you'll never want anyone to visit. No oh, one will want to visit. Oh, Stanley. That's good. I've got another one that's a little bit unusual. I'm going to try and stop that while you tell the while you tell the thing. Yeah. It is um that is that is a weird noise going on there. Stanley just can't handle you getting any attention. That's what it is, Ellen. As soon as I come here and I focus on you, Stanley gets really jealous and he goes, <laughs> "It's about me. It's about me." Um it goes Hello, Agony Aunts. Show, this is a showbiz question, and this comes from um, a lovely uh, person called. Um, I don't like saying people's names when they're. I'm going to call her Gretel. Um, how do you make yourself stand out in an audition in an, or an application? There's a gig that this, she's going for, and ask for sexual orientation, gender relationship status. Shouldn't be relevant for the role, but hoping they're trying to get some diversity in there. So it's a comedy gig. It's really hard to tell. Cynically, I'm guessing they want good TV. Other than stating I'm a pansexual relationship anarchist, which is true, what else would make up for the fact that I'm not tall, young and bikini-clad like their cast for last season? I wish I knew what the show was. Love your work. Um, oh, so it's a TV show. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. So okay, so maybe it is. Um, maybe it's one of those dating shows like Love Island or something like that. And so of, they need to know that stuff because otherwise, that's illegal, you right? You can't go asking people sexual orientation because I, I actually did write back to that originally, and I think that's because they all just assume heterosexual is normal, and that 
if you and if they want to get diversity now, they just go. They tr- people try to look diverse, but if you're asking that question, you're not diverse. I don't think you're being diverse at all. No. You kind of go because you're actually kind of. It's kind of a. They're clearly looking for a person. Yeah, your gender differ- it, and it's gotta be, I think it's got to be one of those. Um, they're it, looking for funding. <laughs> That's what they're looking for. They're oh, looking no, to- or they're looking for. It's one of those. It's one of those dating reality shows, or Big Brother, or something. Oh yeah, it could be a Big Brother. So thing they're going. They want. So they're going. Okay, yeah. we need to have a this a person and that big person. Brother, actually, because they are doing it. I reckon this is a Big Brother. Okay. Question. I mean, I'm just guessing that it could be. It could be anything, but it could be I'm a celebrity. Um, no, it's not. I'm a celebrity because I don't think Gretel's a celebrity. Sorry, love. <laughs> um, well, I would just, you know, it's none of their business. Isn't would you it? write back and say that? Well, you're not going to get. You're not going to get a role no. if they're asking that. And clearly, um, if it is one of those shows and they want to watch you, yeah, that comes close to porn. It's very porny. Isn't it? Because I said it could be porn. Oh, it's, maybe it's porn. Maybe it might be porn. Um, porn Which do, then it's important. I don't think they care in porn. They go, you're just going to do this. I don't think they care. Today, what? this is your job. Yeah, this is your job. You're doing this job. Mm. And I think I think that's... Oh, porn's honest. Mm. It just is. That's your job. Just go and do it. We mm. don't care what you're into. Like what today, you're into is not relevant. It's like if you work at Woolies. Yeah. Today, you're stacking the corn. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, you're doing the toilet paper. So today... Uh, there'll be a bit of cock sucking and we're going to follow that up with uh, girl on girl and then later than that there's going to be like a toe fetish section yep. and then, you know... And then tomorrow morning uh, we're going to kick it off with a three-way. Exactly. Yeah, and so they don't like, care. You, no, they don't you, care. No. And maybe well, it's porn. <laughs> no, they, well, they wouldn't ask that then, would do, they? Do you love the way we talk about that, like we know about porn? <laughs> like we really know. Like I've virtually never watched a porn. I've only watched, you know, a bit of chatterbox. Well, you don't watch the whole porn. I did watch the whole of Chatterbox because it's really funny. But, you know, but there's nothing to see. Like, I'm, oh, God, I said that and I've got a big wet lip between my legs. Oh, God, I'm putting in for the audition. Um, look, Gretel, I think it is really hard, isn't it? Because you know what happens with casting agents. They, they're ruthless. They got, I'm saying this to someone that missed out on being. I thought that was a, I, I actually thought it was just a gig. What they think? No, I think it is actually it's, for a show. Yeah, right. Okay. When you go for a casting agent, I got, I missed out on a big Dove commercial in my twenties. I was so Dove. Quite, Dove. I was going to be the Dove girl, with soap. Wow. Um, and you know this that thing. Oh, my, you know, I'm so natural. I was like 28 or something, at that time. And they, you know, they're wanting older ladies, <laughs> which is me at 28, <laughs> and I was one of two in the Dove, in the Dove callback. But they they chose someone else. I can't even remember. Imagine the, imagine the, that's a sliding doors moment, Mandy. Imagine if you got that. I'd be the dove girl. You could have gone on to be like Deborah Hutton. Yeah, I know. I know. Now you'd be on Studio 10. So I'm not the best person to ask for that because I think what happens when you go to a casting, you always try to give them what you think you want. Now, this is good advice, Gretel, from someone that never really gets chosen. And it's because I'm always trying to guess what they want. It's a bit like going into a relationship. So you try and project what you think they want. And you know what, Gretel? Fuck it. You just be who yourself. you are. Be yourself. And if they don't want it, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. that's Hey, Mandy. <laughs> you nailed that. I nailed it. I you nailed 
can't I can't give any better advice than that. <laughs> well, I'm going to find another prop. That's like proper. I know. Actually, I feel kind of good that I gave that advice. And <laughs> I feel really and, happy. And wish that you took it yourself? I, I once went for a... For a um... I think I just had some insight. <laughs> Is that what it feels like? I don't know. I've never <laughs> felt it before. Me neither. Think... Is this what insight feels like? <laughs> Okay, we've got a couple more here. I'm just having a little bit of a squizzer. You've got another one there. I have you? got a really good one. I'm just finding it in between playing tug of war with this freaking dog. Yeah. Um, but where's our messages? See, this is a this is a problem for me that I can't. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Now this has come through on the private messages, so we'll call this person. Well, that means it's private. Julie. So Julie has written in. Uh, hi. Here's a possible idea for your podcast, losing friendships owing to different views about the COVID situation. How do you keep friendships alive when your good friend turns into a Karen, causing trouble in every shop she goes into, yelling abuse whenever she is asked to wear a mask and claims to know so much more than scientists, researchers, when she's a stay-at-home housewife who couldn't pass a test in high school? It's sad and frustrating. That is, is sad and frustrating. Yeah, and I mean, what's our answer to that? Ellen, what do we say to Julie? How how do you um how do you keep that friendship alive? Um, um you, you don't. We don't even have to. You don't need to be friends with her and anymore. And we don't even have to collaborate our response. No, on that. <laughs> we're both just like that going. She's gone. Yeah, ditch. I couldn't actually. I I really don't think I could be friends with that person anymore. I know. I've and I probably, but, but you know, in a in a weak way, I probably wouldn't say this is it, we're done. Yeah. I would just slowly wean her off. Fade out. Yeah. And and you know what? She, I would she, ghost her. And there's something we haven't thought about, Julie, and that is she's asking a conspiracist the same thing about you. Mm. How do I keep this friend that totally believes in Big Pharma and, and she's who's got totally, vaccinated and she's she shedding on me? And she, yeah, exactly. Like, how mm. do I get, well, you know. <laughs> so what you could do is you just go hard on the, um, when you're around her, if you want yeah. it to be her decision so you don't feel like an asshole, is you just like get, you know, you're itching around her going, oh, I've got the vaccination, I think I'm shedding That's and just idea. scratch around her a lot. Um, Get a Jim's Jabs shirt. Jim's Jabs. Jim's mowing got a shirt called Jim's Jabs. Get <laughs> oh, one of them. Jim's they? Jabs. How great. Um, That's a good idea, actually. Get get Jim's mowing people giving the jabs. Yeah, come here and mow your lawn, give you a jab. <laughs> I reckon they'd be right up for that. Oh. It is a, um, I think, I think that's good. I think you could have, what you could do is have a dinner party, but only ask scientists and her. <laughs> Right, and then just go. I always have these sciencey parties. Yeah, uh, and then she'll feel, and I, it would just be so much fun to just if you're going to not see her anymore. I would, I would watch that. I'd want to watch if that. If that was on TV, yeah. I would watch Take that. Take it down. Like, here's a prank. I have mm. Jenny's accidentally ended up at dinner with ten scientists. Oh, I actually, no. can only have five at the moment because it's a do restriction. You, so when you have when you. Because I know you do have some friends yeah. who have gone right down the rabbit hole. When you have the conversations with them, do you pull them up on stuff? Because I had one today about someone going on about, oh, the guy who invented the test, he doesn't even believe that the test works. You know, he said it the other day on the news and I said he died 20 years ago. The guy. That's not what he was talking about. He was saying that it doesn't work 
It was actually what he was referring to was AIDS because he developed it during that time but it didn't pick up the AIDS virus and they've completely turned it all this around. This is what happens. This is what happens and this is why. So do you pull them up or do you just let it slide? Um, well, if I know what to pull them up on, sometimes I'll go, where did you see that? What's that from? Mm. How do you, who is that guy? I'll ask the questions mm. like, where did you read that? Um, I'd love to see that. You know, show me where you got that. But it's or, all, someone it, shared it and I read it. You know, it's all that. And you go, well, where did they get it from? Have you checked that out? Like, sometimes I'll ask questions like that. Mm. Or, or there are times when I say, can we, I've actually said, don't send me any more stuff because I don't believe that. And, and I'd have to say it's really impacted on the friendship. Has it? Well... Some people are okay. Some Actually, some friends are actually really cool about they'll go, I know that you don't agree with this. And I go, we probably agree on lots of other things, but we don't agree on this, you know. And I can, and if they're fairly – some people are actually not completely unreasonable. She sounds really unreasonable. Oh, I mean, she's, she's causing trouble in shops. Yeah. See, those people that cause trouble in shops are the ones that I tell off when I'm in the shop. Yeah, the, I tell the them shop troublers. I pull their fucking head in. Yeah. I do it I'm, – I'm – I'm like a... I actually go looking for them now. <laughs> I've got nothing else to do, Mandy. All our gigs are cancelled. I know. I just go into shops waiting for assholes to have a go at shop assistants and then I just let them have it. Then come on, come on. Mm. Um, yeah, well, it is like that. It is. I think it's tricky and I think um, you might need a little bit of space. I think what you want to do, Julie, I wonder is what will happen at the end of all this. Just she COVID. <laughs> and then you can text her... And you go, ha ha. You just how are you going now? Like you know, just, just a little text to say, how are you going? Uh, yeah, told you so. I oh, know, don't do that. I think it, it's a hard one. You want to be there for her mm. if she comes back. I heard a really good on Radio National because, and you do want to be there for her. She couldn't even pass a test in high school. I know, and that's a sign. So if. <laughs> If she, if she, there might be a time where she, she comes back and you might... I actually... It was a really good show on Radio National the other day and it was a woman similar to her who um, fell into the QAnon stuff and she only started in 2019 but her mother booked her some counselling and she said when she started... To, and she goes, she was so deep down it, she was completely obsessed by it and then she had to tell... The counsellor knew nothing. She goes, the psychologist knew nothing about QAnon. And she goes, oh. and she had to explain it to her. But she said the process of explaining it, she started to hear herself sound crazy. Oh. And realise how mad it was. And that was part of the process. Well, maybe the psychologist did know about it and that was part of Very her good process. So, Julie, maybe there is a little... Bit in ah. that where you kind of go, okay, couldn't tell me. me, tell me about mm. it, okay, mm. and oh, but what do you, and play really dumb, like dumber mm. than her, mm. be dumber mm. than her, yes. And it's it's like those, you know, Louis Thoreau, his kind of interviewing technique yeah. when he goes to people and, and he's like, but why would you, why would you release a virus onto the world that's going to cause economic collapse? Why would you? Yeah, and, and get then, them to answer those questions. And then she'll she'll have to work it out. What happens is they're very cagey, isn't it? They go, do your research, they look it up, open your eyes. You know, they say all that stuff because they don't actually know. And you know what that is? That's just that's mean. That's just become they yes. speak like memes. Yeah. 
Do your research. Doesn't know, that drive do you nuts? Do your research. I love my favourite meme is the the one of a scientist in a lab and saying doing re- you know a scientist doing research and then it was something like you know. Amanda doing research and she's sitting on the toilet looking at her phone. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. I was actually reflecting back the other day to this whole idea of, and and I don't know whether this is like one of those things where you go, when I, it's like knowledge now, my iPhone, I can now Google something and access anything in the world that I want to hear. Mm. That, that, and, and usually aligns with my confirmation bias and it'll always I'll always I'll only choose to read the things that reinforce what I want to know. <laughs> Everybody does. Exactly. It's called confirmation bias. So yes. that's what we do and we kind of do that. So but I can do that on my phone and I can direct it. Like I can choose. And I remember yes, directly I was, at your fingertips. And I was remembering my first year at uni and walking into the like the university library and it was like you know there was heaps of libraries but it was like five floors and there was an like an index section where every five floors with hundreds of thousands, mm. if not millions, of books, and you had to go. Every book was carefully indexed, mm. and it didn't like you'd have to go. You sort of to actually go through it. You'd, it would have some sort of summary, but it was written on a card, and then you'd have to go to the and it was in sections. Mm. So you'd have and it was such a dense way you had to, and the, the knowledge was bigger than me like but it wasn't all the knowledge in the world it was all the knowledge that could be kept in that library that's right so I would have to go in there and find the knowledge mm. physically and go up and read something Do and that research. was the wrong bit I was and doing the research it was really hard like yeah it was hard and you, you like you got tired mm. um and now you just go and it's it's, it has ruined things in some ways. I mean, you can't even, you know, when you're sitting with someone, you go, what was that actor's name that was in that thing? And someone just Googles it. You know, you can't, yeah. those conversations are all... It ruins it. I think our memories and everything, I think our brains are going to be um, very different. Well, I think, and also what's happening is everyone's having a crack. Yes. Like, I would say science, way out of my league. I'm not going to have a crack at science, but everyone's giving it a crack now. I don't go to an epidemiologist and say, give us a wax. Yeah. Uh, the, the people I trust um, with their knowledge of diseases. Um, if I want to see a beautician, I don't want to hear about their knowledge around um, conspiracy and COVID theories. I just want to wax. Be- the beauticians love a theory. They do love a theory, don't, don't they? they? Oh, they love it. They yeah. hear it and they pass it on. They're like... They do. They're super spreaders. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> they do. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know a lot of them, but mm. they really do love going, well, I watched this thing. Someone sent me this thing. Yeah. And they love it. Um, all through and this... You're, co- and you are at their mercy because oh, you're totally. there with either with your twat out or your eyelashes stuck down or something that you can't just go, oh, fuck off. You yeah, can't. No, you're stuck there. And you can't be horrible because you want a good job. That's right. So you've got to kind of listen. Yeah. You don't want do eyelashes that. stuck on your twat. <laughs> or do you? <laughs> or do you? There you go. Um, all through this conversation, oh. we have um, Stanley pulling a rope. I'm trying to keep him quiet. Are that's going to be another one quiet? of our. That's going to be another one of our problems. That's How not... do you tell your friend that her dog's a fucking pain in the ass <laughs> when she really likes the dog? I just dog. think he doesn't like you to have any attention, Ellen. This is you. You getting your own time now. You're getting a bit of Ellen time, and he knows. 
Like Ellen's dog knows this is all about her. And he, because he now has a social media profile, he is fucking it up for you. (laughs) He's like, no, 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 me. So what's happened? He's now in the podcast. I'm I'm talking about him. Yeah. So he can't. He's happy. Yeah. He's going, I'm happy now. I'm in the podcast. He is, he is such a fucking wannabe star he's a little manipulative isn't he yes he's he a show he, like look at him he just wants to be in the middle of it i know he's cute though oh he's cute but he's exhausting oh oh there oh, goes the nose, nose again right up the clacker nelson used to do that to you too didn't he all yeah. the dogs like up, your, up, up, your clacker. up the clacker all right well that might be it this week we've done three oh. so if you have problems and look at us go we've we've just stormed through three we've solved the problems of three people's lives we're quite solvy Oh, look I at think us we're go. Quite, I think for a first crack at it, we solved a bit of stuff. Solvent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll, um, we'll deteriorate. You don't, you don't have to take it, but it's, you know, it's, good, it's good advice, I think. It's just like asking a girlfriend over a cup of tea or a glass of wine. Yeah. Speaking um, of which, are you still off the wine? Yeah, eight weeks now wow. off the wine. Amazing. I know. I hardly know myself. Yeah. I know. I did actually go off the wine. I have to tell the people this, the people listening the people all the people and I did it's good actually I did find myself actually because I went I reached a point where a friend of mine came over and this is before we went into lockdown and they had a big documentary about them released I think I told you about this and did I tell you this no oh it's very embarrassing Ellen um and this is I solved my own problem is the friend Anya? Yeah, and yeah. she had this beautiful documentary yes. and follows her around. I Look, just watched it last night, actually. Yeah. So at the point where she's talking about domestic violence, and this is she she wanted to share that her film launched in Ireland. She couldn't be, you know, it was a big premiere in Sydney. She couldn't do it because of all the lockdowns. So she, while we could still have five people, at, she, we came to my house and, you know, a mm-hmm. couple of us watched it. Except someone got really drunk oh, no. and fell asleep during the domestic <gasps> violence section. Oh. <laughs> and I went, I woke up and went, oh, I think I missed most of, like I saw bits of it, but I was nodding off all through the, like I was, too, too, too many wines. Yeah. And the next day I went, I think if you're nodding off during your really good friend's film where it gets to the bit mm. about domestic violence, that's a very disrespectful, she thought it was funny and didn't have any problem mm. with it, mm. but I went... It's better than getting really pissed and like talking through it and no, criticizing it. it. No, or... I was trying to watch it. Yeah, I just fell okay. asleep. Okay. You know, because I'm I the worst thing I do when I get drunk besides get repeaty is I just fall asleep. Mm. Yeah. I've seen it a lot of time. Yeah. You, you go you, down. I go down. It's like chopping down a tree. <laughs> Here she goes. Here she goes. Timber. So anyway, uh, uh, and then the very next day you went, that's enough. I went, I'll give myself. Maybe not forever, but I'm actually it was not hard. It's Kind of, you is know, John still drinking at night? Yeah, yeah, he drinks. Yes. Doesn't worry me. I'm just kind of, you know, it's, it's some, you know, I go to bed early. I look forward to coffee in the morning. That's, <laughs> That's all you've got. To. All I've got now is I went. Oh, I can't wait for that coffee in the morning. Um, actually, really like. It's actually really nice, and I don't mind other people getting drunk around me. Mm. It's fine. I'm actually really Great. good really on fine. you. It's not hard. Um, occasionally I'll sort of see a glass of wine all open, like you get a smell of a red, because I love a red wine, mm. and you'll go, oh, I do love a red. But, um, yeah, it's quite it's quite fun. But, you know, th- I, that's when I went, no, Nolan, <laughs> go clear. 
That's, that's a good. Especially if you uh, you end up down in that big house down in Canberra and you, you go can't. out for lunch. Yeah, because it'll be me and Barnaby on the bus. <laughs> yeah, you, you, it'll be you and Barnaby and the cameras will be on you. <laughs> oh, my God. Passed out of sleep in the big room. Going like, what just happened? Something happened. <laughs> yeah, wake up and go, what? <laughs> yeah, you go like, no. Nah. Or do a big snore. Oh, no, that In so Parliament terrible. House. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. kind of good. I kind of went, yeah. Well done. No, it's good. And it means that I'm being much better. Like I'm walking. Like I'm walking. You've got exercising. <laughs> I get up in the morning. It wasn't that I wasn't not doing all that stuff. I do it all. But I find that. It's um, easier if you haven't had. Oh, you feel really good. Six or seven wines at night yeah. to get up and go for a walk. For sure. It is. Um, and uh, my phone calls are shorter. Ah. At night. <laughs> or non-existent. You know, or I'll see the phone ring and I'll go, oh, that person's drunk. I'm not answering yeah. that. You know how you go get your drunk friends ring? Yes. And I won't, no, I won't be answering that because yes. that'll be like a two-hour call. Some, and it, because you realise And how, nonsensical, just and the repeat, worst. Repeating. The worst. And too repeating. I went, yes, 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 yes. And you go, that's karma. Yeah, yeah getting I'm, you back. Yeah, so just letting you know, we're not just solving your problems here. We're solving our own. Mm. Well, you've, you've solved one for now anyway. It's great. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I'm pretty good for now. I think you're great. Yeah, I'm good. Well done. I'm not walking at the moment because I've still got the broken toe and I'm missing that. No. Oh. We'll talk about that another time. We'll, 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 we'll talk about your broken toe next week. Yeah, we'll see if we can solve it. <laughs> solve your toe. Solve the problem of me going out in Crocs. Do you know that actually happened once where when I was a kid and mum... I think I told you, you joined, after my dad died, the the um, charismatic renewal. They're the breakaway group of the Catholic Church that, they're like Pentecostals, they talk in tongues. Oh. Um, and, you know, if you thought a violent alcoholic man was terrifying, try a mm. Pentecostal version like of the Catholic Church. Try a, someone speaking in tongues, mm. like with a guitar, really scary. <laughs> anyway, I do remember watching them. They'd love doing a healing, then they'd talk in tongues, which is like, it's like black, and oh. but that was God talking through them. It's terrifying, and and bullshit. Yes, bullshit. And someone came <laughs> in one time because I would just sat there for a couple of years, and this person had a broken leg, and they all got in there and they had a go. Oh, this one of the women it. in there had their son it was about eighteen. He had a broken leg, and they all got in there and they were all doing hands-on healing on his broken leg, and they all. <laughs> I remember them all going, "Okay, get up now, walk, <gasps> walk," and he got up. And he fell down because his leg was Yeah, probably so in broken. agony. Probably did more damage. Well, he still had a cast on it, but they thought he could just walk oh. on it. And he, he couldn't because he had a broken leg. <laughs> I love that. That is so funny. I love so that. that's, we'll do that with your toe next week. Okay. okay. Do a bit of healing. Yeah, I'm gonna, I might actually do some healing on your toe. I'm quite powerful. You ring, never up, know. ring up your mum and get see, some chance. Yeah, see if she, she gave that up, but she's probably could still crack it out. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, everyone. See ya. See ya. 